Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Broadcasting from the Leadership Academy Studios, aka my new basement. Welcome to the Driven Entrepreneur. It's the go to plan for coaches, authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds to start, grow, and profit a business that you love. I'm your host, Matt Browning, and today we are continuing our trend. We have a new book coming out, it is in pre sale. So fun, so exciting. Driven to Courage. You can get it right now. It is, uh, it's to me the manual for getting through the last two years and the next two years for people's lives. And we are going through this really fun theme where every chapter we've had an entrepreneur like you contributing their story and their life lessons about how they have overcome the unexpected. And today we have one of our authors with us, Jennifer Jost. Now, Jennifer um, is number one, she has an unbelievable story. Stay tuned. You you're going to be on the edge of your seat. She's also an award-winning wealth advisor and a money coach for professional women. Um, she's over 15 years experience in the financial industry as an investment advisor representative, and she has one of the highest levels of commitments in her field, which is called fiduciary responsibility. We're going to get into that, and really, she's an unbelievable expert at you taking care of your money, stress, Free. That's what I want. That's what I need. Jennifer, welcome to the show. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you so much. I love your voice and your introing me. I feel like a badass right now. <laughs> That's my favorite. I, I, I often think uh, when we intro each other, I'm like, man, if we could just follow each other into rooms everywhere we go. I go to my nephew's birthday party coming up next. <laughs> A that would be great. You're a podcaster. Uh, Jennifer, thank you for coming on and being a part of this. You know, so I want to start with um, a little bit of background as to why, you know, there was a very limited number of entrepreneurs who made it into the final cut for the book and to do chapters. What was it about when we first came together and talked about the concept of driven to courage, overcoming the unexpected, coming out stronger? What was it that pulled you in for that idea? Because I know your story and your lessons and your character fit so well, but what was it about the story and about the, the book that pulled you in for the idea? That's a great question, Matt. You know, I loved, I just loved the title Driven to Courage. Most of us experience things in our lives that we, we really didn't sign up for on purpose, even though we kind of created that with the law of attraction, if you're a believer in that. But that's not something that we, hey, sign me up for this pain and heartache, like put me there, right? And I believe that I'm here on this planet because I got up from the bathroom floor moment and said, okay, I'm choosing to live. So I could have not, right? I could have chosen the other way, but I didn't. I was literally driven to courage and stand up and be a voice in this world right now in the times that we're living. And I choose to do that by empowering women. I just know I'm on this planet for a reason. So the courage is something I believe that when you're broken open and you find the strength, rise and keep going. Oh, that word courage just melts my heart. Like 
I know I'm courageous. I see courageous people bring tears to my eyes all the time. Driven to courage means so much. And there's a reason why when we see those acts of courage, valor, those people that got knocked down and decide to dust them off, stand up again and move forward. There's a reason why that hits us in the emotional strings. It's because that is the blueprint for life somewhere deep in our soul. We, we know that I'm going to get knocked down. They're getting knocked down right now, but one day I'm going to, and I want to trust that I can get up again. And that's why uh, we're so excited to have you uh, as one of our co-authors in the book and contributing your story. Before you got into financial coaching and planning, you and I've known you for a few years now, and you obviously have a unique story as to what really brought you to point of financial coaching in the first place. Can you share with our audience your story, what I would call your origin story? You shared in the chapter in the book. Um, you don't need to share every detail if you don't want, but I'd certainly love to hear a bit about kind of where you came from and, and why you eventually chose this path. I am happy to share, Matt. I'm happy to share. I will probably be like a lot of you out there who grew up in an alcoholic home. Uh, it was definitely dysfunctional. I survived for sure. Learned a lot of wonderful behaviors and tools and traits, which led me into marrying an alcoholic at the age of 19, because that's what felt familiar, right? I'm sure you can understand that. And so I married young at 19. We were married uh, for about 10 years. I had my son immediately, Nicholas, uh, when I was 21. And I had my daughter at 23, Cherie. And so we owned a couple of businesses. We did well financially. I uh, bought my parents' business. Uh, I mean, we were doing well in all of those areas. However, the alcoholism created such a dysfunction in our marriage that it was taking a toll on me. And then finally, after about 10 years, I said, oh, I can't do this anymore. And I just couldn't breathe. I woke up one day and I just really could not breathe. I didn't even know what it was. That's how much it sneaks up on you. I was also emotionally abused throughout the, the marriage as well, which I had no idea as well. And so I did file for divorce. I, I immediately started going to church, going to therapy, reaching out for help and filed for divorce. It was uh, six months of hell. He did not take it well at all. And then the last day I'll bring to a close for you here, because you're right, I have lots of details that I could go into. And the last day he actually uh, kidnapped me and my children. He had my children and he held my daughter at gunpoint and kidnapped me in a rented van, held me at hostage for about an hour, and then ended up leaving me, letting me go and keeping my children. And so I called, obviously, 911 back in the day, the cell, the uh, payphone day, had to run across the street from work and called 911. And we, they met me up at my house with all of that and uh, 11 hours of that. That was a horrible day. And I can say that I honestly did not know it was going to end this way. I uh, had no clue it was going to end this way. I thought he might take his life but I did not know it would end this way. After 11 hours, the, um, he was given a 10 minute ultimatum and in 10 minutes, three shots were fired. Oh, and no. yeah, he took, uh, his life and my children's lives in my master closet when I was 29 years old. Oh, Jennifer. Oh my gosh. I've heard your story. I've read your story and I'm sitting here right now and I just, I, I can barely breathe. Yeah. This um, is usually where I say, everyone take a deep breath. Oh, that's why. 
oh, we have, I have to, I, I mean, this is many, many years ago and I've chose to speak on it. I've chose to share. I am a motivational, inspirational speaker for domestic violence and um, a, you know, just an activist for women and women's rights. And I still tell that often and my kids are here with us. So if you start giggling for no reason, uh, that would be my daughter. Sheree is with you. And then if you drop something, my son's messing with you. So you can just say, Hey, Nicholas, get the heck out of here. Cause I usually drop teas or I drop something like that, but they are with us. And I have, I have mischievous. Yeah, totally. They were so fun. They were so fun. And I, and I, um, you know, I do like to share with people because if you're a parent, like you are, you know, it does touch your heartstrings and, um, I do know that I am here for a reason yes. and, um, I did, which is one of the lessons that I learned. I was dating at the time of all of this with the cute hot boy, of course, um, which probably wasn't the smartest when I had a, um, mentally unstable, uh, estranged ex-husband to be, but I did marry him and we had two beautiful children. So I am still a mom. So I have my daughter journey and my son Parker. And so I am I am still a mom. And I think once you are a mom, you're always a mom or a parent, you know, you're well, always and, a and I was just going to say, and I know this is, you know, not fair as a dad to say this, but that was my first thought too. I was like, yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> you always were a mom and you still are a mom and very, very glad to hear that. And I, I want to just backtrack a second too and say, um, just on behalf of, of all of our audience, thank you for stepping into the courage to actually say that, cause this is something that a lot of speakers have a personal story to share and a lot of speakers decide, you know, am I going to share this detail? Am I not? But I can say very much, I've heard thousands of them and coached them for a living and, you know, been around the, the motivational speaking block, let's say for years. And you have a story that just hits at the deepest core string uh, for I'm sure every audience member. And the fact that you choose to stand into it and say, okay, this is, a very dark day, one of the darkest anyone could ever imagine. And I'm going to share the story about how I can rise up again and how you move forward. And you have moved forward. And I wouldn't say past it, but you've moved forward, right? Like you've moved into the next chapters and you've really grabbed hold of life. Um, and you're so inspiring and you teach and you really, I've watched you encourage and coach and take care of the women in your life and your clients and uh, you're just a shining example of how you can take, you know, the darkest and, and create the greatest, the brightest flame from it. How's that? Oh, you're awesome, man. Thank you. And you do. And you do. I so, really, you know, we, we know when we're, we have those great days and you're in flow and you feel really good, but yeah. when you're not, I'm going to hear your words. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's, we'll play this episode back over and over again. Um, but you, you also, I, I love part of your, this kind of pivot is, um, when we first started uh, coaching together and chatting and getting to know each other, you you were like, well, I went through this horrible thing and I found myself again. And I've, you know, I've had to walk through that and I do all this financial work. And we started really having this conversation, which I love, about how closely they tie in together. Can you briefly tell us sort of that, that pivotal moment when you did find yourself now al alone and, and post-marriage and having to figure things out on your own, talk to us a bit, a bit about some of the, the financial and practical ramifications of such an emotionally taxing time in life. Absolutely. Talk to us about some of those practical sides. That's, a, that's nobody ever has asked that before. And I'm on many, many podcasts, Matt, thank you for asking that. Cause you're right. Like 
well, I, I could, yeah, I, I mean, there's no way I could care about money uh, for probably at least a year. Like I couldn't even, I owned a business. I owned a couple homes, several cars, a couple businesses, a couple buildings. Like I had a lot. The American I, dream. Right. Yeah. You would think, you would think, you know, I had a Jaguar, a, a LeBaron, a convertible LeBaron, a beautiful 3,500 square foot home, you know, he had a truck and a dune buggy. And I mean, it was just, you know, all that stuff. And you look around at all the stuff you'd accumulated and built. And what I could do you care think? less. Yeah. I went to bed. I, I literally went to bed and I had my friend pick me up from bed three times a week and take me to my therapist's office. <laughs> like I would have loved Zoom back then. Right. But um, and so I didn't even care about any of that. And my family, thank the Lord, my family came in and my sister and her husband had just sold their house and they were going to drive uh, the country to figure out where they wanted to retire. And so they came and stayed at my house and ran my business for a year. Like it was wonderful. I had a rental at the time and um, my tenants had actually thrashed it. And so we were, as you can tell, I'm pretty social and I'm outgoing and we were, you know, a part of the community. And there were so many people when this happened that affected not just me, but so many people like, you know, we were in pageants and baseball and, you know, so many different activities and families and friends and Oh, it was just horrible to see. I, I hurt more for those people than I did myself in the beginning because I just, I couldn't even tell my, my children's best friend, you know, like my son's best friend, like what happened? And then his dad, you know, it's like, oh, it was horrible. And every time you walk into one of the communities or see someone, it's like, oh, I have to relive this again. I, oh. I don't know. I don't want to communicate it anymore, but they, they haven't heard. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was big news. So I pretty much stayed underground for a while. That's when I realized that, um, oh, news is fake, by the way, in case you didn't know that. Um, so yeah, I learned that way back when. Um, the payphone news was still fake. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So so, so, so talk to me again. Let, let's kind of get to that. The You're walking through now, not like just being able to function, having family help, praise God for that. When did it start hitting you that like, okay, it's hard to function and I do need to figure this out. I need to be able to find what that, what that is. Um, and financially, right. Like I, I starting to move forward again. What did that look like? And you said it was about a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Right about that. And I was going to a grief group and it was parents of lost children. And there was a couple that would just, you know, how it's like a six week kind of thing. And they just sobbed every, every week. And then there was a woman whose son who uh, committed suicide because um, he was gay and she found him and she handled this grief with such grace. And then I found out the couple's son had passed five years earlier. And I said, oh, heck no, I cannot do this broken open, excruciating pain on a daily basis for the next five years. I, I won't do it. And I made a decision. I made a choice to live and to live with my grief and attack my grief with grace. And that's what I've done. I've always given myself great grace around my grief. And I know that I'm here and I did not know why at the moment. Right. I just knew, Oh my goodness, I am here to live. And I know that I'm here for a reason. So I made a choice to live. I made a choice to live. I made a choice to figure out why I, I mean, I'm 29 going to dream workshops um, in the nineties. Like this was a long time ago. So it was pretty funny. And I just grasped out to anything and anything to get on my spiritual path to find uh, the bigger, better reason why I'm here. And then 
I had to step back into my business and the money and all of that. And now I'm a, uh, I'm single, I'm a woman. And back in the day, you know, nobody was really, um, we didn't really matter yet. You know, we weren't, we weren't a niche per se, as we say now. And so nobody was really helping me figure out and plan. How am I going to get through this life? And I did, you know, remarry and I had two more children and, um, I was the breadwinner. And so no one's helping me with this money and this investing and savings and plannings and roadmaps. And then the first two people who did hate to tell you, took advantage of the situation. And I kind of, you know, it didn't go well. So finally I said, okay, now it's been probably about 10 years after I need to educate my own self. I'm a business owner, successful business owner for many, many years. I got that down. Now I need to learn about investing and financial planning because nobody would, would teach me. No one would help me. And I didn't know where to go at the time. So I got educated. And and when you reach out and trusted and said, okay, you're going to help me and you're going to do the right thing that didn't happen. And what I love, I mean, I hate that for you, but what I love is that even as bad as that is, it almost forces your hand into what I know you believe. And it's one of the best ways to handle financial advice, advisement is when you meet someone with like you with the heart of a teacher that now you're like, okay, I'm now forced to find someone who can teach me the things I don't know, rather than me just blindly trusting that they'll do the right thing. They can actually teach me. And I know you began to, to find people in your life to help you with that. And then you stepped into it yourself, right? Exactly. Right away. I, um, I got licensed right away because that's where I could learn something that was the truth. So I got licensed right away. I, and I just have a gift of talking about money to people, taking the jargon and making it simple and easy and explain it to them because it is about education. It is about knowledge is power for sure. And you don't need to know everything. Like you need to know enough to where you feel comfortable in making a decision. And I know our women investors take longer. And that's why I think we got left out of the dust of this industry because it takes too long to make money on a woman client versus a man can actually make a decisive decision quicker. And so we kind of got left out. So that is my gift. That is my specialty is I take forever long, however long it takes for her to understand a lot. I'm a certified divorce financial analyst as well. So I help women um, and men, actually, I help couples separate their assets. um, That's going to be good for both and not just one or the other, but actually no one's going to be hundred percent happy. But if we can get everyone as least as happy as they could be with a a horrible situation like that. And I'm very good at explaining what's going to happen with money in the long term. Uh, when you normally get divorced, it's what happens today, right? But yeah, we're not it's all looking... short-term thinking. Exactly. I want we're not looking five I years. I want this. I want that. That's yep. real. That's re- and and I love that. Again, with with your life's experience to be able to walk through, how important is it that you can sit at a table with a couple and know that they're going to be better off in their future post-marriage relationship because of how you're helping them navigate this. How good does that feel knowing that they have the best chance for a successful post-marriage relationship? It feels amazing. And most of them have children. So I feel even more balls because I know I'm changing the children's <laughs> life, right? I'm changing their trajectory and who they end up marrying and who and how they handle their marriage because they're seeing their parents be amazing role models. So it does feel really good. And I I did divorce the hot guy that I had my two children with and I remarried. Not the hot guy. The hot guy. Yeah. We're still friends. Don't worry. You're funny. Um, 
I woke up out of my grief fog and said, oh, I'm sorry, who are you? Uh, and who are me? Like, this is not going to work. So, um, and then I remarried uh, to a, an amazing firefighter and I was with him for 10 years. So I'm a beautiful stepmother of three beautiful adult badass children now. So I'm very, very happy with all of that. But I did divorce him as well. So I'm a little bit of a... Uh, experienced in the divorce space. So it, it's natural that people flock to me because I have had three separate uh, divorces and three different divorces. So I actually can sit with the couple. And when I say I know how you feel, I absolutely know how you feel in one way or another. And I can see it long term. And I can say, okay, uh, this feels numbing, horrible, whatever it might feel right this minute, out of control, you know, overwhelming. But I promise you, a year from now, things are going to be very different and you're going to feel so much better than you think you're going to feel. And I, it happens every single time I get the most raving testimonies from my, from my people who, um, on the other side of things, uh, you know, it was the best experience in the worst situation. I'm really glad to, to, to hear that. And, and how cool again, that instead of, I mean, here we are right on, on, broadcast radio and podcast networks saying, yeah, I've been divorced three times. And rather than being someone who goes, oh, that's, you know, society, whatever that, you know, that's not something I want to be proud of. It really is. If you can grab hold of it, like you do, it's a superpower because one is hard enough, but I'm willing to bet that the two or the three, they're, they're unique and they're different to each other. So again, you have, for whatever reason, you have been blessed with experiences that very few humans will have, let alone all the experiences together, which makes you uniquely suited to really swoop in and change people's lives in a big way. And I know that you do that with, with how you plan and you do that with, um, like you have this like whole, you call it a bucket system about basically you take the stress out of money, which I love. And we were talking just before we hit record and you were explaining to me about how you deal with money, not just from like a, a advising standpoint, but from an emotional real life standpoint, how explain a little bit maybe about how you, you bring that together and kind of what this whole stress-free, this bucket system thing you do is. Great, great question. And you're a right. loaded question. I know I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have so much to say. And I have three minutes. No, I'm going like, to You do four minutes. Let's go. Okay, good. I'm going to give you so I'm going to impart wisdom right now. Everybody get out your pins. All right. This is, this is the wisdom impart. moment. I can't hang wait. on. So basically after being in the financial world for so many years and planning for so many people and great rates of return and, you know, holding their hands in the down market and all of those great things, I realized that women still had stress around money. So I became a certified money coach as well. And I did too. And so we have that little pit in our stomach and our intuition, and we're scared. We are uh, innately scared that we are going to outlive our money and we're going to be the bag lady eating cat food. So when I became, I'm not kidding. And when I became a certified money coach, I put together a whole process. That's the line I ever heard. Sorry. I know, right? And it's true. I, I literally, in my PowerPoint, I have a that picture of a fear. cat lady. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. It's terrible, but it's true. But when I address and sit with women and men too, I've had a few men that call me to, hey, you need to be my coach. Um, they, we literally start at the foundation. I call it the foundation of your finances, the female way, which means, sorry, we have to talk about the F word, your feelings. Yes. We have to talk about your feelings around money first, because that is going to help you see the right thing to do. I can tell you what's right. Cause obviously I know the plans and I know what to do, but I want you to see it and experience it. And when you experience something that is going to give you a lifetime of income or um, 
the safety nets that you need and you experience that and see it, your stress melts. And I don't know about you, but we all know, right, Matt, we know stress like attacks our body, attacks our health, takes years off our life, ruins marriages and ruins our sex life, right? It makes us not even great parents. I snapped at my kids. I snap at my cats, my dog, like whatever it is. Stress is a killer of relationships. So what I do is I help you have an amazing relationship with money first. We deal with your foundation around money, your money story. We create your new beliefs. And then we do the amazing stress-free bucket money planning. And it's just a one-page sheet. We put all your assets onto it. And I make sure that you have a very low tax bracket in retirement. And it's absolutely life-changing. Wow. So, I mean, you had me at stress-free because that's a very good point, right? That, and you guys think about this right now. Like when you feel stressed with a low income month or, and we're talking about not just small things, but long-term, right? You start looking and go, wait, I've been self-employed for this long and I don't have a 401k. And you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to sell forever? And when you start getting into that stressful place, it can help but bleed into all the other areas in life. And that's, that's no fun for anybody. So you, you take the stress and I know you have like a, um, as we wind down here, can you share, you have this blueprint that we were talking about and you mentioned that you might be willing to give, uh, give this to people to check out, to utilize, to find out kind of where, where we are in the, the actual money roadmap, where we are in the pathway and then how we can get to where we want to go. Right. Yes, absolutely. I'm happy to share it with you. It is a great one page, one pager. You just put down all your assets, your goals, and what you're contributing monthly and then where you want to be because it's really not about our assets and what we have and what we're making but it's what you can actually spend for the rest of your life i i'm an entrepreneur i'm probably never going to retire i love what i do so it's not really retirement it's my freedom day right when i have my freedom love day that. that i can choose right when i do i really want to get up and do anything or not so when we have our money making money for us and we and we have guaranteed income streams that we don't have to worry about the market or who's in the White House or what the pandemic's doing or any of that, I know I'm going to be okay. That is when your stress is gone. And then our next biggest fear, right, should be, if it's not, taxes, because we have no idea what taxes are going to be 20, 30 years from now. So we make sure that you have tax-free buckets, and that's in this bucket planning blueprint that's missing in so many different plans out there. So this might be really great for you. Check it out and see the buckets uh, that you are missing, find out how to get those. But, but first, you have to love your money, fall in love with your money, because when you love your money, your money's going to love you and bring all his friends and her friends, and then you're going to have a good time filling up your bucket blueprint. That makes me so happy. You know, I, I just had an interview. We were talking with someone about a, um, a business budget and we ended up calling it uh, falling in love with your budget. And you're like, now we're falling in love with our money. I love this idea. It's just fall in love with the tools that are going to help you get what you want. Because you can get, so it's the stress-free money bucket blueprint and it's a fill in the blank money blueprint. You can see exactly where you are and how to get to your financial freedom day to get your money goals stress-free along the way, um, really owning the emotion. This is so cool. And you can get that. It's at jennifersgift.com. Jennifersgift.com. Jennifer, you are awesome. And I'm so just proud of you and in awe of you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being you. You rock. 
Thank you so much. Thank you for helping me on my mission uh, for having every woman become worthy of wealth. And I just know that we're going to change this world. You men already know and love money. So we got to copy you on this map. We got to, we got to step into that power and say, Hey, I can be wealthy and I can have a voice for sure. Yeah. Now, now at the time for everyone to have a voice and to be able to take charge, whatever, whoever you are, wherever you're from, whatever your background is, whatever ism you've been walking through, whatever your story is, every single one of you has the opportunity and has the ability to be able to take charge and take control of your financial future. And, you know, that's what driven entrepreneur is all about guys is being able to take control of your future taking control of now through your emotions, through your actions, your behaviors, the people you surround yourself with, people like Jennifer Joe. So Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the show. You are awesome. And guys, thank you for being part of this audience. So, so excited. Um, again, before you head off, Jennifer's chapter, her complete story and her teaching principles are in my new book, Driven to Courage, um, How to Deal with the Unexpected and Come Out Stronger. Again, instead of the top of the hour, it is in pre-sale right now through July 15th. For 20 bucks, you can get a copy of the book and you'll get an ebook and you'll get the audio book and you're going to get two tickets to a two-day live personal development breakthrough event we're putting on in California called Success Revolution. More on that later. But you get all of that as bonuses plus a huge bundle of gifts from all of my authors that are in the book. And it's 20 bucks. So if you get pre-sale, you get everything. If you get it after July 15th, you can still get the book for 20 bucks, um, but it's just the book. So we are ethically bribing you to help us with the bestseller list and help us kind of get this thing launched going. And we just want to overwhelm you with goodies. And that's uh, our deal for you. If you head over to driventocouragecom slash pre-sale, you can grab the book pre-sale as well. And again, go to jennifersgift.com and you can grab Jennifer's stress-free money bucket blueprint. I'll see you next week with another driven entrepreneur. Until then, you know what to do. Stay driven. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>